Tens of thousands of Argentine farmers have protested in Buenos Aires, demanding that the government lower taxes on food exports. They say the restrictions are causing them financial ruin. The president described the protests as politically motivated. And the final day of Rio de Janeiro's famous carnival parade is underway, following the cancellation of last year's celebrations because of the pandemic. The authorities delayed the parade for two months as the number of new COVID cases declined. Thousands of tourists have arrived in the city. BBC News. I really think that uh, Australians really don't comprehend just how much our ecosystems have been changed. In a country famed for its unique wildlife and landscapes, the list of endangered animals and plants is continuing to grow. Now, 34 mammals gone extinct is, is an atrocious record. Australia leads the world not only in things like skin cancer, but mammal extinctions, and that's, that's not a proud record by any means. And beyond that, some species are, are now occupying 1% of their range. The desert betong, the lesser bilby, a bat called the Christmas Island pipistrelle, all gone. Wiped off the earth by the combination of introduced predators like cats and land clearing. Farmers are getting back and they understand that. They can now start to understand that conservation has a dog about it. It allows people, our people, to be on country doing what we do best, looking after country, making it healthier. Like that in itself is a reward, but to be able to gain an ongoing revenue stream from that is important. I'm Belinda Sommer, reporting for the BBC World Service and ABC Australia for a series of programs called Shifting Cultures, tales from Australia of our changing relationship to nature and the environment. And in this episode, we're looking at whether paying farmers for conservation can slow Australia's wave of plant and animal extinctions. Yes, now, now we're on Savanac Station, which is my home, where I was born. And this means a lot to me. I was raised here at Savanac. Generator. Oh, this and, and you could sample this and load it into. The laboratory technician has been trying to get in touch with it. You're just looking for something crazy. I've got the harmony sound with the, it's kind of an organ sound. It's kind of the BPM 
BPM changes glitch out. Oh, is that a tap tempo? No. It, um, when you change the BPM, you radically, it's almost like a random. <laughs> what we're actually hearing is what's actually going on tape.
Oh, I know, I've been there. Yeah. Thank you. 
For you now, one might think of the fortunes.
of the cottonwood trees. Send me off forever, but I ask you.
Imi is the generative music platform using AI to read. Page 2 of about 50,800,000 results, 0.44 seconds. DW. More than techno. A history of electronic music. Electronic music is sometimes labeled robotic and one-dimensional, music that can only be enjoyed with the help of alcohol in a dark. December 13, 2021. Music Radar. Seven artists shaping the future of electronic music. Holly Herndon is one of the most experimental electronic musicians working today. Her boundary-pushing music... Pitchfork Dweller Festival is forging the future of black electronic music. Techno is black music. So is house. And footwork. And dubstep. Pretty much all dance music as we know it is rooted in funk, soul, and disco. February 22, 2022 EDM.com Here's a list of every electronic music show at Red Rocks in 2022. If music were water, Colorado would never run dry. It's no secret that Colorado is a hub for electronic music and its most iconic venue. February 15, 2022 Bandcamp Daily The Best Electronic Music on Bandcamp. November 2021 It's our UK heavy lineup this month with folk trance and bleep jazz. Jamie Blauen Roberts continues to swagger through electronic music. December 3, 2021EDM.com Grizz's Guide to the Best Emerging Producers in Electronic Music If there's anyone who can foreshadow the immediate future of electronic music, it's Grizz. EDM's de facto funk master general has long been September 14, 2021 The Michigan Daily Memco and the celebration of black history in techno and, this past weekend, Memco, or the Michigan Electronic Music Collective, put on its fifth annual Black History Month event, Impulse Roots, February 24, 2022 EDM.com Robert Pattinson spent the Batman downtime making ambient electronic music in the Batsuit. It turns out the world's greatest detective moonlights as an ambient electronic music producer. In a recent interview with GQ, the star of February 11, 2022 EDM.com Creative Studio creates galactic visual representation of electronic music history. Dorothy reimagined prominent objects in our solar system as various electronic music pioneers and their successors, such as Kraftwerk and Deft. December 28, 2021 EDM.com title celebrates electronic music's impact for women with new playlist titles latest playlist series is spotlighting the women who are shaping the ever-changing music land. Bancom Daily over Mono's minimal electronic music makes a big noise their biggest hit, so you know is supported by just a few synths, 
a glitchy R&B vocal sample, and a two-step embedded drum machine groove. The point one day ago music radar the 10 drum machines that changed musical history which meant that, for years after their invention, electronic drums were used purely for electronic music, forever the poor relation of point one week ago we rave you the importance of electronic music in today's generation the popularity of electronic music isn't the only genre that electronic, the music scene with their synthesizers and drum machines. Dance, point one week ago open culture Jim Morrison accurately predicts the future of electronic, Jim Morrison accurately predicts the future of electronic music in 1969, I can kind of envision one person with a lot of machines, point two weeks ago edm.com first look, peek inside futurifist digital pinball machine ahead of Cascades Metaverse DJ set the iconic DJ, an electronic music producer is gearing up for a one-of-a-kind performance for Futurifist, an innovative WEB3 project based on, point three weeks ago Pitchfork Astrid Sun, ephemeral camera feed review recorded electronic music often exists in a void, sound waves generated by machines encased in steel, and plastic are sent to our ears, point four days ago Bancom Daily revisiting the Iranian electronic underground app so its catalog includes Puya SE's cavernous dub techno, Sahab's heart-wrenching synth-pop, Arash Pandy's visceral, microtonal machine, point five days ago Bancom Daily digging for obscure gold with music from memory, experimenting with synthesizers and drum machines. The result is a broad work that explores far-flung corners of electronic music via, point four days ago EDM.com, Drew's latest single is an electro-nostalgia machine, listen to Losing My Mind All Said and Done, Losing My Mind reinforces Drew as an electronic music esthete with an unmatched skill set. In addition to penning the, point two weeks ago music connection magazine Bukes to launch Inspire the Music, 50 Years of Roland, Roland, the world's most iconic electronic music instrument brand, approach to the art and craft of music led to machines that the world, point five days ago showbiz cheat sheet Bill Nye plays Florence Welch's Anxiety in Florence plus the, Anxiety in Florence plus the machine's new music video for free, its electronic beats sound similar to the She Wants Revenge song, Point two days ago The Guardian Florence plus The Machine's 20 Best Songs, ranked. Florence, Florence plus The Machine's 20 Best Songs, ranked. In 2012, Welch dipped her toe in EDM's WKD Colored Waters not once but twice, point two weeks ago The Guardian The Weekend and Swedish House Mafia at Coachella Review, Apache Double Act SHM's New Dawn are reinstating themselves as a dance music powerhouse, which is all very well, but it still sounds like, EDM. Steve Angelo, Point five days ago NPR Afrobeats harmonized with British Electronica on the latest from, Shapiro, Ibibio Sound Machine is an Anglo-African band from London, and for their latest project, they've teamed up with the veteran electronic, point one month ago Bancomp Daily the best electronic music on Bancomp, March 2022 Liz John Tejada has been releasing music for 28 years, and yet he clearly has lost none of his love for innovation, or for machine funk. These, point three weeks ago The Guardian Abibio Sound Machine, Electricity Review, Vibrant Afro-Funk Hits The Heights The London Group are best known for blending disco, post-punk, West African funk and electronic music into euphoric, high-energy soundscapes, point four weeks ago Create Digital Music Dublab and Electron release a producer-packed mix, all made, it's a mix by Swedish music machine maker Electron with Laz Dublab. I, have some bad news for you about electronic music in general. Point three days ago one EDM love machine has a stacked lineup that will excite everyone subscribe to our mailing list to get the latest EDM news and festival tickets. We hate spam too. Enter your email address. Point six days ago MusicRadar soft as no, be clear about the sound you want, I've met so, but the truth is that Otis vocals set their music apart from pretty, of several bands before first getting into more electronic music. Point four days ago The Guardian Annie Lennox's 30 Greatest Songs,
Bandcamp Daily Over Monos Minimal Electronic Music Make Sabig Noise Tailbit Gest It So Uk Noise Supported Be Just A Few Sints A Glitchy R Ampersand B Vocal Sample And That Dos Step In The Ted Drum Machine Grove T. Una Day Agosto Music Radarte 10 Drum Machine Stat Changed Musical History Which Me And That Four Years After Their Invention Electronic Drum Suere Used Purely For Electronic Music Forever The Poor Relation Of Punto Una Week Agosto Where Rave You The Importance Of Electronic Music In Today's Generation The Popularity Of Electronic Music Isn't The Only Genre That Electronic The Music Cene with their synthesizers and drum machines. Dance. Una week agosto open culture him Morrison Acuratelli predicts the future of electronic. Jim Morrison Acuratelli predicts the future of electronic music in 1969, y can kind of envision on a person with a lot of machines. Dos weeks agosto etm. Confirst blog. PX de Future Fests Digital Pinball Machine Ad of Cascades Metaverse de J7 de Iconic de J and Electronic Music Produceris Gearing Up for Bandcamp Daily of Hermonos Minimal Electronic Music Makes A Big Noise Their Biggest Hit, So You Know, is supported by Jude A Few Sins, A Glitchy R&B Focal Sample, and A 2 Step in That Drum Machine Groove. The 1 day ago. Music Radar The Teen Drum Machines That Changed Musical History Which meant that for years after their invention electronic drums were used purely for electronic music, forever the poor relation of 1 week ago. We reviewed the importance of electronic music in today's generation. The popularity of electronic music isn't the only genre that electronic. The music scene with their synthesizers and drum machines. Dance. Open culture Jim Morrison accurately predicts the future of electronic. Jim Morrison accurately predicts the future of electronic music in 1969. I can kind of envision one person with a lot of machines. Twee weeks ago. ADM.com first look. Peek Inside Future Fest's digital pinball machine ahead of Cascades Metaverse DJ set the iconic DJ and electronic music producer is gearing up for a one-off akin performance for...
You can hear that noise, that is our uh, drones, descending back upon your property. Uh, apparently, uh, we just received intel from our audiovisual uh, electronic department that um, uh, uh, this, this character has tried to call, quote, quote call us off. Uh, first of all, uh, we are a part of the Galactic Federation. Uh, we use this frequency to communicate with those beings who can hear us. There's no possible way this uh, uh, Jacques uh, Nicholson uh, would have been able to uh, hear any of our dialogue, let alone uh, being able to tap into its uh, frequency. So, uh, if, if you don't know what I'm talking about, please disregard. Uh, but this is your friend Carl Sagan once again.
April 2017. After a look at the report, Google researchers discovered Android malware, believed to be created by NSO Group Technologies, and named it Creaser, Pegasus' brother, in Greek mythology. According to Gigel, Creaser is believed to be related to the Pegasus Square 31 at the 2017 Security Analyst Summit held by Kaspersky Lab. Researchers revealed that Pegasus was available for Android in addition to US. Its functionality is similar to the US version, but the mode of attack is different. The Android version tries to gain root access, similar to jailbreaking in the US. If it fails, it asks the user for permissions that enable it to harvest at least some data. At the time, Google said that only a few Android devices had been infected. 32 Pegasus hides itself as far as is possible and self-destructs in an attempt to eliminate evidence if unable to communicate it with its command and control server for more than 60 days or if on the wrong device. Pegasus also can self-destruct on command. 32 If it is not possible to compromise target device by simpler means, Pegasus can be installed by setting up a wireless transceiver near a target device or by gaining physical access to the device. Researchers from Lookout revealed that Pegasus exists not only for iOS, but for Android as well. The Android version is different in some ways from its iOS predecessor. Let's shed some light on Pegasus and explain why we use the word ultimate to describe it. Pegasus, the beginning. Pegasus was discovered thanks to Ahmed Manzoor, a UAE human rights activist, who happened to be one of its targets. It was a spear phishing attack, he received several SMS messages that contained what he thought were malicious links, so he sent those messages to security experts from Citizen Lab, and they brought another cyber security firm, Lookout, to the investigation. Manzoor was right. If he had clicked, his iPhone would have been infected with malware, malware for iOS, the non-jailbroken iOS, to be precise. The malware was dubbed Pegasus, and Lookout researchers called it the most sophisticated attack they'd ever seen on any endpoint. Pegasus has been attributed to the NSO Group, an Israeli company whose bread and butter is developing spyware. That means the malware is commercial, it's sold to whoever is willing to pay for it. Pegasus relied on a whopping 3-0-day previously unknown, vulnerabilities in iOS that allowed it to silently jailbreak the device and install surveillance software. Another cybersecurity firm, Zerodium, once offered $1 million for an iOS Zero Day, so you can imagine that it cost quite a bit of money to create Pegasus. As for surveillance, let's be clear, we're talking total surveillance. Pegasus is modular malware. After scanning the target's device, it installs the necessary modules to read the user's messages and mail, listen to calls, capture screenshots, log pressed keys, exfiltrate browser history, contacts, and so on and so forth. Basically, it can spy on every aspect of the target's life. It's also noteworthy that Pegasus could even listen to encrypted audio streams and read encrypted messages, thanks to its keylogging and audio recording capabilities. It was stealing messages before they were encrypted, and, for incoming messages, after decryption. Another interesting fact about Pegasus is that it tries to hide itself really diligently. 
The malware self-destructs if it is not able to communicate with its command and control CNC, server for more than 60 days, or if it detects that it was installed on the wrong device with the wrong SIM card. Remember, this is targeted spying. NSO's clients weren't going after random victims. All the pretty horses. Maybe the developers of Pegasus thought that they had invested too much in this project to limit it to one platform. After the first version was discovered, it didn't take long to find the second. And at the Security Analyst Summit 2017, Lookout researchers had a talk on Pegasus for Android, also known as Krizar. That's what Google calls it. The Android version is very similar to its iOS sister in terms of its capabilities, but different in terms of the techniques it uses to penetrate the device. Pegasus for Android does not rely on zero-day vulnerabilities. Instead it uses a well-known routing method called Framaroot. Another difference, if iOS version fails to jailbreak the device, the whole attack fails, but with the Android version, even if the malware fails to obtain the necessary root access to install surveillance software, it will still try directly asking the user for the permissions it needs to exfiltrate at least some data. Google claims that only a few dozen Android devices have been infected, but for a targeted cyber espionage attack, that's a lot. The greatest number of Pegasus for Android installations was observed in Israel, with Georgia in second place and Mexico third. Pegasus for Android was also spotted in Turkey, Kenya, Nigeria, UAE, and other countries. You are probably safe, but... When news of the iOS version of Pegasus got out, Apple was quick to react. The company issued an iOS security update, 9.3.5, that patched all three of the aforementioned vulnerabilities. Google, which helped investigate the case with the Android version, took another path and notified potential Pegasus targets directly. If you've updated your iOS gadgets to the latest software version and haven't received a warning message from Google, you are probably safe and not under surveillance by Pegasus. However, that doesn't mean that there is no other yet unknown spyware around both for iOS and Android. And the existence of Pegasus proved that iOS malware goes beyond badly coded adware and ransom-demanding websites, which are quite easy to block. There are some serious threats in the wild. We have three simple tips here for you to stay as safe as possible. Update your devices on time, without fail, and pay special attention to security updates. Install a good security solution on each of your devices. There are none for iOS, but we hope that Pegasus will make Apple rethink its policy. Don't fall for phishing even if it's targeted spear phishing like in the case with Armored Manzor. If you receive a link from an unknown source, don't click on it automatically. Think before you click, or don't click at all. Possibly the biggest story of 2021, an investigation by The Guardian and 16 other media organizations, published in July, suggested that over 30,000 human rights activists, journalists and lawyers across the world may have been targeted using Pegasus. Pegasus is a so-called legal surveillance software developed by the Israeli company NSO. The report, called the Pegasus Project, alleged that the malware was deployed widely through a variety of exploits, 
including several iOS zero click zero days. Based on forensic analysis of numerous mobile devices, Amnesty International's security lab found that the software was repeatedly used in an abusive manner for surveillance. The list of targeted individuals includes 14 world leaders and many other activists, human rights advocates, dissidents and opposition figures. Later in July, representatives from the Israeli government visited the offices of NSO as part of an investigation into the claims. In October, India's Supreme Court commissioned a technical committee to investigate the use of Pegasus to spy on its citizens. Apple announced, in November, that it was taking legal action against NSO Group for developing software that targets its users with malicious malware and spyware. Last but not least, in December, Reuters published that U.S. State Department phones were hacked with the NSO Pegasus malware, as alerted by Apple. Over the past few months, I have received a lot of questions from concerned users worldwide on how to protect their mobile devices from Pegasus and other similar tools and malware. We are trying to address this in the current article, with the observation that no list of defense techniques can ever be exhaustive. Additionally, as attackers change their modus operandi, protection techniques should also be adapted. How to stay safe from Pegasus and other advanced mobile spyware First of all, we should start by saying that Pegasus is a toolkit sold to nation-states at relatively high prices. The cost of a full deployment may easily reach millions of USD. Similarly, other APT mobile malware may be deployed through zero-click zero-day exploits. These are extremely expensive, as an example, Zerodium, an exploit brokerage firm pays up to $2.5 million for an Android zero-click infection chain with persistence. In Zerodium's price list persistence vulnerabilities fetch up to $2.5 million. From the start, this draws an important conclusion. Nation-state-sponsored cyber espionage is a vastly resourceful endeavor. When a threat actor can afford to spend millions, potentially tens of millions or even hundreds of millions of USD on their offensive programs, it is very unlikely that a target will be able to avoid getting infected. To put this in simpler words, if you are targeted by such an actor, it's not a question of whether you can get infected. It's actually just a matter of time and resources before you get infected. Now, for the good news, exploit development and offensive cyber warfare are often more of an art rather than an exact science. Exploits need to be tuned for specific OS versions and hardware and can be easily thwarted by new OS releases, newer mitigation techniques or even small things such as random events. With that in mind, Infection and targeting is also a question of cost and making things more difficult for the attackers. Although we may not always be able to prevent the successful exploitation and infection of the mobile device, we can try to make it as hard as possible for the attackers. How do we do this in practice? Here's a simple checklist. How to protect from advanced spyware on iOS. Reboot daily. According to research from Amnesty International and Citizen Lab, the Pegasus infection chain often relies on zero-click zero days with no persistence, so regular reboot helps clean the device. If the device is rebooted daily, the attackers will have to re-infect it over and over again. In time, 
This increases the chances of detection, a crash might happen or artifacts could be logged that give away the stealthy nature of the infection. Actually, this is not just theory, it's practice. We analyzed one case in which a mobile device was targeted through a zero-click exploit, likely forced entry. The device owner rebooted their device regularly and did so in the next 24 hours following the attack. The attackers tried to target them a few more times but eventually gave up after getting kicked a few times through reboots. No reboot, a fake restart to gain a foothold in the system. Disable iMessage iMessage is built into iOS and is enabled by default, making it an attractive exploitation vector. Because it's enabled by default, it is a top delivery mechanism for zero-click chains and for many years, iMessage exploits were in high demand, with top payouts at exploit brokerage companies. During the last few months, we have observed an increase in the number of iOS exploits, mostly Safari and iMessage chains being developed and sold by researchers from all around the world. The zero-day market is so flooded by iOS exploits that we've recently started refusing some of them, Zerodium's founder Kauki Bikra wrote back in 2019 to Wired. We realize life without iMessage may be very difficult for some, more on that later, but if Pegasus and other high-end APT mobile malware is in your threat model, this is a trade-off worth taking. Disable fast time. Same advice as above. Keep the mobile device up to date, install the latest iOS patches as soon as they are out. Not everyone can afford zero click zero days. Actually many of the iOS exploit kits we are seeing are targeting already patched vulnerabilities. Nevertheless, many people run older phones and postpone updates for various reasons. If you want to be ahead of, at least some, nation-state hackers, update as soon as possible and teach yourself not to need images to install the patches. Don't ever click on links received in messages. This is simple advice yet effective. Not all Pegasus customers can afford to buy zero-click zero-day chains at a cost of millions so they rely on one-click exploits. These arrive in the form of a message, sometimes by SMS, but can also be via other messengers or even email. If you receive an interesting SMS, or by any other messenger, with a link, open it on a desktop computer, preferably using Tor browser, or better yet using a secure non-persistent OS such as Tails. SMS with a malicious link used to target a political activist. SMS with a malicious link used to target a political activist. Source, Citizen Lab. Browse the internet with an alternate browser such as Firefox Focus instead of Safari or Chrome. Despite the fact that all browsers on iOS pretty much use the same engine, WebKit, some exploits do not work well, see Lightwriter, to sale junk APT case, on some alternate browsers. Light River Exploit Kit Check for Light River Exploit Kit Check for Safari in the User Agent String User Agent Strings on iOS from Safari, Chrome and Firefox Focus browsers Safari, Mozilla slash 5.0, iPhone, CPU iPhone OS 15 underscore 1 like Mac OS X, Apple WebKit slash 605.1.15, KHTML, like Gecko 
version slash 15.1 mobile slash 15e148 safari slash 604.1 chrome mozilla slash 5.0 iphone cpu iphone os 15 underscore one like mac os x apple webkit slash 605.1.15 khtml like gecko Cree OS slash 96.0.4664.53 mobile slash 15e148 safari slash 604.1 Firefox Focus, Mozilla slash 5.0, iPhone, CPU iPhone OS 15 underscore 1 like Mac OS X, Apple WebKit slash 605.1.15, KHTML like gecko fxu s slash 39 mobile slash 15 e 148 version slash 15.0 always use a vpn that masks your traffic some exploits are delivered through gsm operator metmatax when browsing http sites or by dns hijack using a vpn to mask the traffic makes it difficult for your gsm operator to target you directly over the internet it also complicates the targeting process if the attackers have control over your data stream, such as while in roaming. Please note that not all VPNs are the same and not any VPN is fine to use. Without favoring any specific VPN provider, here's a few things to consider when you shop for a VPN subscription with anonymity being a top priority. Purchase means just that, no free VPNs. Look for services that you can accept payment with cryptocurrencies. Look for services that do not require you to provide any registration info. Try to avoid VPN apps. Instead, use open source tools such as OpenVPN, WireGuard and VPN profiles. Avoid new VPN services and look for established services that have been around for some time. Install a security application that checks and warns if the device is jailbroken. Frustrated from getting kicked over and over, the attackers will eventually deploy a persistence mechanism and jailbreak your device in the process. This is where the chance of catching them increases tenfold and we can take advantage of the fact that the device is jailbroken. Make iTunes backups once per month. This allows diagnosing and finding infections later through the use of the wonderful MVT package from Amnesty International, more on that later. Trigger sysdiags often and save them to external backups. Forensics artifacts can help you determine at a later time if you have been targeted. Triggering a sysdag depends on the phone model, for instance, on some iPhones. This is done by pressing volume up plus volume down plus power at the same time. You may need to play with this a couple of times until the phone buzzes. Once the sysdag is created, it will appear in diagnostics. Sysdiagnoses in iOS analytics and improvements. How to protect from advanced spyware on Android. A similar list for Android users, for details and reasoning check the list for iOS above. Reboot daily. Persistence on the latest Android versions is difficult. Many APTs and exploit sellers avoid persistence whatsoever. Keep phone up to date, install latest patches. Don't ever click on links received in text messages.
Browse the internet with an alternate browser such as Firefox Focus instead of the default Chrome. Always use a VPN that masks your traffic. Some exploits are delivered through GSM operator MythMatax, when browsing HTTP sites or by DNS hijack. Install a security suite that scans for malware and checks and warns if the device is rooted. At a more sophisticated level, both for iOS and Android, always check your network traffic using LiveIOCs. A good setup might include a WireGuard always on VPN to a server under your control, that uses Pihole to filter out bad stuff and logs all the traffic for further inspection. How to get by without iMessage I was talking to my friend Ryan Narain recently, and he said, iMessage and FaceTime. These are the reasons why people use iPhones. And for sure, he's right. I've myself been an iPhone user since 2008 and think iMessage and FaceTime were two of the greatest things Apple added to this ecosystem. When I realized that these are also some of the most exploited features that let nation states spy on your phone, I tried to escape the iMessage Hotel California. The hardest thing? getting the family to stop using it too. Surprising as it may sound, this was one of the most difficult things in this whole security saga. Life without iMessage is green and emoji-less. At first, I tried to switch everyone to Telegram. This didn't go too well. Then, Signal got better and better, implemented video calls and group calling. In time, more and more friends started moving to Signal. And this worked well with my family too. I'm not saying you should do the same. Perhaps you can keep iMessage enabled and live happily and malware free. Truth be told, Apple greatly improved the security sandbox around iMessage with Blastdoor in iOS 14. Nevertheless, the forcedentry exploit used by NSO to deliver Pegasus bypassed Blastdoor and of course, no security feature is ever 100% hack proof. So, what is the best of both worlds, you may ask? Some people, including myself, have several phones, one where iMessage is disabled, and a honeypot iPhone where iMessage is enabled. Both are nicely associated with the same Apple ID and phone number. If someone decides to target me this way, there's a good chance they will end up in the honeypot phone. How to detect Pegasus and other advanced mobile malware? Detecting infection traces from Pegasus and other advanced mobile malware is very tricky, and complicated by the security features of modern operating systems such as iOS and Android. Based on our observations, this is further complicated by the deployment of non-persistent malware, which leaves almost no traces after reboot. Since many forensics frameworks require a device jailbreak, which in turn requires a reboot, this results in the malware being removed from memory during the reboot. Currently, several methods can be used for detection of Pegasus and other mobile malware. MVT, Mobile Verification Toolkit, from Amnesty International is free, open source and allows technologists and investigators to inspect mobile phones for signs of infection. MVT is further boosted by a list of IOCs, indicators of compromise, collected from high-profile cases and made available by Amnesty International. What to do if you got infected with Pegasus? 
So you followed all these recommendations carefully and still got infected. Sadly, this is the reality we live in nowadays. I feel for you, really. You may not be a bad guy at all, on the contrary, I'm sure you're one of the good guys. Perhaps you spoke against powerful people, or participated in some protests against a questionable decision from certain political figures, or simply used encryption software or been in the wrong place at the wrong time. Look on the bright side, you know you've been infected, because artifacts and knowledge allowed you to determine that. Think of the following things. Who targeted you and why? Try to figure out what it was that brought you into the attention of the big guys. Is this something that you can avoid in the future through more stealthy behavior? Can you speak about it? The thing that eventually brought down many surveillance companies was bad publicity. Reporters and journalists writing about abuses and exposing the lies, wrongdoing and all the evil. If you've been targeted try to find a journalist and tell them your story. Change your device, if you were on iOS, try moving to Android for a while. If you were on Android, move to iOS. This might confuse attackers for some time, for instance, some threat actors are known to have purchased exploitation systems that only work on a certain brand of phone and OS. Get a secondary device, preferably running Graphene OS, for secure comms. Use a prepaid card in it, or, only connect by Wi-Fi and Tor while in airplane mode. Avoid messengers where you need to provide your contacts with your phone number. Once an attacker has your phone number they can easily target you across many different messengers via this, iMessage, WhatsApp, Signal, Telegram, they are all tied to your phone number. An interesting new choice here is Session, which automatically routes your messages through an Onion-style network and doesn't rely on phone numbers.